We have our special guest, Mike Prisky, who has been fishing Fort Peck. We'll get some insight from him. He's been here for about a week, week and a half. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Real good. Mike, uh, you have had a chance to fish Fort Peck for about the last nine days. How did you do salmon fishing? Yeah, you know, we had a couple days where we caught three. Uh, every day, I think we caught at least one, one or two. And uh, certainly had some other ones hit that we didn't get for whatever reason. Had one, I believe, straightened out some hooks. So I think that was a real big one. But uh, it's been beautiful weather out here this year. Just great year. So uh, what do you think of the setup that the Salmon Slayer has on his boat? Oh, man, he's got rods going everywhere. This guy is a pro. I mean, holy mackerel. If I had if I had that many lines out, I'd have one big cluster, that's for sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd spend half a day just on hook, on doing stuff and cutting line and trying to sort it out, I'm sure. So do you have any tips for the folks out there, Mike? You, you have caught salmon over here. You've been fishing this lake for salmon for a few years, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you got any tips? Uh, one of the things that you said is you try to keep everything sterile and you use um, a special oil that you spray on everything. Yeah, um, you know, there's different scents that you can use. Whether or not those work, I don't know. Salmon Slayer's not using anything, so I'm probably way off base on that. But, uh, yeah, I think if you're not catching fish, the thing that you need to do is keep fishing. Oh, just keep fishing. <laughs> just keep fishing, yeah. But uh, I think I'd wa- look at the, uh, you know, water temps and uh, where the thermocline is. And uh, I try to get uh, have something right above the thermocline but most of it is right below the thermocline okay but how do you find out where the thermocline is well a lot of times uh i found out i do have fish hawk which is great but uh you can tell according to where the bait is stacking up it sounds like they're uh right at about where the thermocline is from what i understand okay so. all right uh mike Prisky, thanks for joining us here we hopefully you'll you'll enjoy catching a chinook salmon here on bill's boat he's had some Tremendous days, and we're looking forward to fishing with him uh, all day long today. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Hand the microphone back to the Slayer in the headphones. And, uh, Rigger, it's, yes. uh, it's just I love salmon fishing, and I love to spend time with Bill. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we, we learn something every time we, we come out uh, here with uh, Bill. And, uh, really, that's the thing I love about Fort Peck is – the fishermen, uh, most fishermen, are pretty darn eager to to share their knowledge with you and learn. I will say though, if you're if you're brand new to trying king salmon out here on Fort Peck, I really recommend that you you get a guide for the first day or two, and that'll really give you a, a, a lot of good local knowledge. You learn the lake a little bit better, and uh, you know learn some techniques and stuff. So that, that's just one pointer I have. And Bill, uh, one of the other things that's kind of neat is that you know you and I have developed a network of anglers that are out here fishing all the time, and it's it's very um, informative sometimes when somebody will say, "Yeah, I caught a big salmon." We're all kind of happy for them. Uh, but, you know, on the other hand, we're going, geez, I wish I could get salmon. Uh, but the things that we asked are how deep, uh, what what are you using? And uh, and that's not a bad idea to, to, to get that network going if you get two or three people out here fishing different areas of the lake. No, definitely, you know. I mean, otherwise you're covering it all on your own. 
So no, that that's huge to get some some input and tips, and hopefully it, everybody shares and it kind of works both ways. I mean, maybe location on the lake, like you said, depth, maybe particular lures this day. You know, it's it's huge. Hey Bill, have you had any uh, uh, you know like certain depths or or spot that seems to be working best so far this year? I know it's early in the season, but well, what? The depths for me, it hasn't been a deep bite by any means that I've seen. I'm not saying people haven't caught them 120 down, but it's been in that 70s, even 60. Early on, you know, and and that gear maybe isn't quite that long line 60. It could be 55 down. That, that's been real productive. Okay, you've got the board out. You're letting the board out. Explain how that setup is put together and how it works. Well, this particular one, first thing you got to remember, it isn't just unique because, oh, you got this board out. It's just, it's a presentation. It could be copper, it could be steel. Could Talking be about red. a planer board, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you long line it out. I mean, there's five, 600 feet of line out behind the boat. You hook a planer board on it, a big heavy board, not a, a walleye board, won't pull it, and get it out off to the side a little. It clears up your gear is what that's doing. So when you're fighting a fish on the downriggers, you're generally not tangled in your own equipment back there. And there has been some days where you've caught 100% of those fish early on. It has not been as productive as downriggers recently, though, and that just goes to show you you need to always be changing up and figuring out how to do things out here at Fort Peck. Definitely. Just the mood of the fish, you know, there's just, and why it changes, I don't know, but every day, you know, different presentations, whether it's wire, mono, whatever it may be, just got to try it all. 